The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. This episode of the Podcast of Terror is brought to you by our friends at Statusphere Merch. Use our coupon code TERROR for 15% off your order at statusphere.merch.com. Welcome to a special episode of the Podcast of Terror, a production of the Galactic Network. This is a podcast about all things scary. I'm your host, Matt Stein. With me, as always, is Corey. I jerk random guys off at the bus stop. Scott. Corey, how are you? Well, it's important to give back to the community, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was great. Uh, for more on this podcast, including show notes, contact information, subscription links, you can go to gncast.com. Uh, you can chat with us on our Slack channel during our shows at gncasts.com. Sign up. While you're there, you can subscribe to our newsletter as well. Podcast of Terror is very spoiler heavy because we don't give a fuck about anything. So if you haven't seen the topic, do that. This week it's Gremlins or whatever day this comes out because <laughs> trying to make people fucking happy. So we're recording a fucking episode on a fucking Saturday night. Don't you sound chipper. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would have been sitting at home. I might have been asleep by now. But um, <laughs> also, I swear a lot. Corey wants me to point that out. Um, on this day, we are joined by the producer, creator, writer and the producer slash production designer for Karate Tortoise. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But Karate Tortoise is a comedic series about an unimpressive tortoise and his damsel damsel, damsel friend who battle a medley of unlikely supervillains for pizza. Sounds like my Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be starring Sarah Wharton, uh, Angelica Reeve, and Gilbert Godfrey. And it parodies many franchises and characters from the 80s and 90s. Currently seeking a crowdfunding via Seed and Spark. The link for the Seed and Spark will be in the show notes, so go over there and give these fuckers your money. Uh, Mike Diaz and Billy Hiller. Billy, congratulations on the new last name. I heard you recently picked it up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's like, what is he talking about? <laughs> um, since Mike obviously didn't tell you, but he kept emailing me. And he's just like, just Billy, Billy. And I'm like, does Billy own a last name? And he's like, yeah, he just picked it up. <laughs> Uh, but thank you guys for coming. Uh, like I said, you do a thing called Karate Tortoise. So talk, talk more about Karate Tortoise because I think it's fucking great. Thank you. Hey, thanks for the love, man. <laughs> really appreciate it. Uh, and we're really happy to be here. Yeah. It, uh, how did it start? Um, it all started with us just talking about it. We were just shooting the shit yeah. one night. Maybe or maybe not inebriated. Attaboy. And I thought, man, wouldn't it be funny if like... You know, uh, the turtles that do ninja were actually like turtles that do. What would a turtle actually? Ninja, you know, it's the like... worst animal you could choose is. Why would you pick that? A martial artist. <laughs> and so we thought it was funny. We were shooting a bunch of stuff at the time. So then that led into us doing a short with prosthetics and kind of like you know, the way they used to do stuff with yeah. prosthetics and puppetry and all that stuff, uh, practical effects. And then that turned into us being like, why don't we make a series? <laughs> yep. So we've been working on it for a while. Um, shooting in December. Uh, we just got Gilbert Godfrey, which is like a huge plus for us. He's going to play a, a supervillain named Rat Bastard. Um, yeah, it's it's been quite a wild ride. Like in order to even get to this point, it's been taking months in the making with uh, just creating like a name and trying to reach out to just people and anyone that we can right now. Yeah, so we've got a we've got a Facebook live show for so we're on Seed and Spark right now, trying to raise our budget. We've done pretty well. We, we're going until October 13th. We just hit 20,000. Yeah, we have awesome. to get 24 to get anything. Um, so we're close. Yep. Let me just pull out my credit card. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank <laughs> you great so much. Yeah. <laughs> you can find my body somewhere in the city of Appleton after my wife murders me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, 
So, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, th- thanks for thanks for coming on our show. Um there's a penis joke there if anyone wants it. Um <laughs> Mike kind of comes from Jack and Dan. He was recently on worst episode ever in 90s percentile and you know like Corey and I are big big fans and of of those two cocksuckers and their shows. So um Yeah, we are too. And uh yeah, yeah they they've been a lot of fun and, and You don't have to lie. They don't listen to this. <laughs> oh, but maybe they will. Um, they, uh, yeah, and then we had them on our yeah. Tortoise Talk Live Facebook show the that other night, and that's how we linked up. And it's kind of like yeah. blowing my mind that this is the you know the thing you read about on the internet, and then here it is. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind of crazy. Like um, I was thinking earlier today because I'm fucking a loser, so I sat on my couch all day. But uh, it's like <laughs> the people that I have come across and the people that I've met just podcasting is kind of crazy obviously i listened to uh worst episode ever and i was like i'll see if they want to come on my shitty show and they did and that's awesome kind of went from there and here we are and there's some asshole in california it's over here i don't want to point to you hi guys (laughs) (laughs) um you know Corey and i've gotten kind of close in the very very homosexual way um (laughs) so it's it's really fucking cool anyways um i'm drinking so you guys have that to deal with tonight (laughs) Uh, just Billy, go get beers. Uh, yeah, you, you guys just are in the city. Just somebody watched dude. the uh, the first. Uh, well, the I don't know if it's just like the trailer slash first episode of the the show, but the costuming in this is better than some of the movies we've used reviewed on this podcast uh, in the last year that we've been doing it. The, <laughs> the, the turtle costume is amazing, and the actor in it is just so great because you get this giant creature that is supposed to be a karate expert and then he just is always heavy breathing like he's a diver that Donald Trump is talking about sitting on his couch breaking all the rules. Uh, I just think it's brilliant. It's so funny. Uh, the the girl that he rescues in this is really good as well. Uh, I liked your your tribute to the Hamburglar. Uh, <laughs> totally spoke to me. <laughs> we were a little worried. Yeah. We were like, "Are people going to get that this and is the, supposed to be the hamburger?" The costume is like identical. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, but he says a pizza tie. <laughs> I assume you guys are roughly my age, right? Your early thirties. Yeah. Okay. Corey's like seventy-four, so he's. You know, <laughs> I don't even know. I, you, you can't see his oxygen tank right now, but normally he's <laughs> hitting the juice to to stay awake. That's um, why I'm sitting tall. <laughs> no, my point was, uh, I'm sure that our age demographic is who you will get the most with because of shit yeah, like the hamburger exactly. and I don't know, just the ironic spin on karate tortoise. We grew up I, mean, I, was the, I was the kid in my, my high school that got an erection in class. That too. Um, we had a very handsome gym teacher. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> No, I I was the first person to find Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics. In fact, somewhere probably on my desk is the uh, issues where they taught you how to use the various weapons and how to do martial arts techniques. Oh, like crazy. I had the original black and white shit and I was bringing that stuff into school and everybody at my school was like, what the fuck are you? What is this? Ninja Turtles? Is it stupid signal? And then a couple <laughs> years later, everybody's like... I'm doing the fucking ninja rap. This is amazing. And I'm like, yeah, you guys. Go ninja. So you saw the potential of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles before your classmates did. Yeah, and it still didn't make me cool. <laughs> I got to tell you, it still doesn't yeah. make people cool. It doesn't matter. Well, now I feel like it does. 
Like oh, being, being nerdy is in for some yeah, reason. It is, but not true nerdy. No. Yeah, it's still no. the it's still the good looking nerds. It's not. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the cool kids, the frat boys, if you will, <laughs> that have decided to go nerd. You know? And it's like you're not really a nerd. Don't. I'm, I'm waiting for fat to be in. That's my time. <laughs> Dad bot all the way. Dad bot. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, guys, for coming. Yeah, that's that's the end of the show. So thanks for. It was great. Bye. Yeah, it was, it was all right. It was all right. We watched the movie. Um, so yeah, Karate Tortoise. Uh, the, the link will be in the the thingy dingy that we put out every week. Um, I've been up since four a.m. and I'm drinking, so this is quickly going to be a car wreck. I just want to make sure that I'm getting this right because I've seen the episode of Friends. Is it karate or karate? <laughs> <laughs> the narrator says karate yeah, in mid-Atlantic English, so yeah. That's right. Technically, it's yeah. karate. <laughs> well, I'll just see myself out. Corey, you can take from here. Fucking. <laughs> 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 now you're not going to get your $24,000 because I said karate instead of karate. <laughs> Please like, tell I me that if this happens, that. he's going to be using a machete. <laughs> <laughs> Probably do this all day. Um, let's do some shitty news and then we'll get into a shitty movie and then uh, at the end we'll have some shitty chicken all right mm. nobody okay bueller uh, <laughs> stalling while it loads that's what that was uh turbo kid sequel will pick up directly after the first film i didn't see the first turbo kid and since Corey brought this i assume he has so uh cory god damn you need to see turbo kid turbo kid i'm busy is watching pornography of- <laughs> no this is this is perfectly suited to what we're doing here because turbo kid is almost a tribute to the original Mad Max films. It's it's got that it's kind of feel like of uh post-apocalyptic world except it's a kid on a BMX bike going around fighting mutants and shit out in the wild uh where, you know, water is hard to find. Uh they're they basically grind up people to make water. Uh it's got Michael Ironside in it who is a badass and is should be the villain in pretty much everything. And he's hanging out with this girl named Apple, who we find out throughout the movie is actually a robot. And it's it's excellent. It's on Netflix, I think. It's been out for about two years. And they've just announced a sequel. And they also did a prequel music video featuring Apple, uh, which talks about her, her story leading up to the first movie, including when she first comes walking onto the screen, she's carrying half of a basically mummified body on her back as a backpack and it turns out in the video that it's her friend who dies and she spends all this time trying to still get him better and and take him around with her and stuff it's it's kind of adorable it stars a kid from degrassi from a few years ago uh but it's it's a really great take on this genre uh, have you guys seen this, Mike? I've never seen it. No. <laughs> that was you a shitty story, that. Corey, because no one's Thank fucking you. seen it besides you. <laughs> but I'll I check could it. bring up Starbucks again. That seemed to go over well when I was in the show a couple oh, weeks man. ago. Hey, these big city Starbucks folks might be into it. Starbucks is great. <laughs> go figure. Hey, but you, I bet you guys are living that pumpkin spice life too, aren't you? I gotta uh, tell you, it's too strong. It t- it <laughs> I love. I love. You know. I just like, corn syrup like anybody, but I just do the black pumpkin coffee spice. And that's it. Tastes like it doesn't taste like anything that's edible. 
to me anymore. I don't. I like, like to like it's plastic. Tastes, tastes like chemicals. It oh. tastes just like doesn't what, taste like pumpkin chemicals. spice or Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes or PSLs. <laughs> Starbucks. Oh, I've ne- I honestly I love like I have pumpkin beer here next to me. Yeah, I love pumpkin. Yeah, beer. pumpkin beer yeah. is great. But I've never had a pumpkin spice latte, and I plan to keep it that way. Yeah, really? I wouldn't yeah. go that. Yeah, way. I I don't like Starbucks. Um, I'm kind of a hipster when it comes to coffee beans. There's a place in Chicago that I actually order the beans from and just make it at home because I drink black. You know, yeah, like my coffee black, just like my metal. So, what's the purpose? <laughs> what's the point of going to Starbucks to get black coffee when I can just make it at home and yeah. save forty five dollars on a cup of coffee? Yeah. Um, Whereas I like to start my day with what is essentially a milkshake with a little bit of coffee in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do That's... prefer the Dunkin' Donuts over the Starbucks, though. Yeah, in California, we don't have Dunkin'. Uh, we do have uh, local coffee shops that I prefer to use, but the I did I put news in for Matt a couple weeks ago when I wasn't going to be on the show because he was traveling with some friends. I was fucking hammered. I don't remember oh, what it was. No, of course you don't. Uh, and and you and your your lovely friends, who I enjoyed the show very much. Uh, I think I'm the only one who's conscious of it. I'm scared to listen to it. Tore every story that I gave you to shit. I mean, just like it was basically just flinging fecal matter out of my earbuds into my face as I was listening along. Like, well, Corey, fuck you for bringing us that one. And uh, by the way, uh, Starbucks is shit. And you keep coming but, back. Yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> but they did a, a Starbucks. There's a secret menu flavor of Starbucks that's supposed oh, yeah, to taste like chocolate. chocolate really? Which I thought. Neat, you know that would be fine, and it's not like you can't go to other coffee houses and get that if you just say, "Hey, uh, pump it full of this," and then when you go inside after you've blown that dude, you can <laughs> ask them to make you the same coffee drink. Well, you got to drink the Count Chocula coffee to get the taste of semen out of your mouth, or just have something to switch around and yeah, <laughs> you could jizz into your Count Chocula cereal. I'm just saying you should watch Turbo Kid. It's a very cute film. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, we're still talking about Turbo Kid, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I told you it was going to be a rough one. Um, (laughs) The next news story we have is uh, The Purge will become a TV series, which I'm actually really excited about. I like The Purge movies. I don't know what you guys... Do you know about it? I haven't seen them. I know about it, but I haven't seen them. He knows about it. Yeah. Why are you guys even here? Um, if you're not familiar with the purges, it's, um, now the first and the, I haven't seen the third one yet, but the first and the second one really don't have a ton to do with each other other than the, than the general outline is that for one day a year for 12 hours, everything is legal. So, oh yeah. I heard about yeah. This. So people like use it as an excuse to murder people or break into houses. And generally the movies, um, follow people trying to just stay alive or survive or whatever. Um, the newest one has some political backstory about elections or some shit. So. I haven't really gone out of my way to watch it yet. But, my, and, um, shit, a couple of years ago, two years ago, three years ago, my wife and I went to uh, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. And that was when the, the second Purge movie came out. So they had, like, their little scare area. And it was a Purge one. And it was really fucking cool because people are wearing, like, the masks and you just walk around and there's, you know, unfortunately no one died. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like some people way to let us down, Great America, or wherever you were. Happened at Halloween Horror Nights, didn't recently? I saw something on my news. We're from Orlando, so we've gone to the Halloween Horror Nights a couple times. Oh, oh. so wait, 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 wait. You, you guys, you don't currently 
reside in Orlando and are just in New York or no, something, correct? No, no, we live in New York, but yeah. we met in, in high school in yeah. Florida. Oh, okay. For a while in Orlando, and that was like the thing everybody did. Yep. You had to have like a Disney or Universal pass in order to, <laughs> it's like in your backyard, of course, you're going to have it. It's like New York City. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was like a bucket list thing because I'm in rural Wisconsin. I yeah. Got some cows and cheese. What is the other kind of Wisconsin, by the way? I There's only cities? know of really. Are you sure? There's three. Do they count as cities to the rest of the world, or are they just <laughs> like Wisconsin's versions of city? There are three <laughs> cities. One has a football team. Uh, one has Pabst Blue Ribbon, and the other has a high crime rate. <laughs> it so. seems like those th three things go directly with each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just combine cities. So funny story. Because <laughs> this is what this podcast has become. Um, uh, it's a uh, last last week, last week Thursday, I believe it was. Uh, I went and saw. Uh, I took in a I took in a musical experience in Madison. Uh, I our the company I work for has an office in Madison too, so I can just go work out of that office and then go to concerts and get paid for it. But uh, kind of sweet, nice. Yeah, yeah. So I went to a concert and, and we were leaving, and the drummer from one of the bands was like standing outside. And he was like packing his shit up or whatever. And I was like, oh, let's just go talk to him real quick. We walk over there and he looks kind of weird. Oh, I said, don't worry. Like, we're not going to hurt you. He goes, yeah, it's kind of like two big white dudes walking up to me. And I said, in this town, just throw him a PBR and it'll, they'll run away. <laughs> Madison's super hipster. Like, you can buy PBR, like 32 ounce cans. Everyone's got a slouch beanie and you, know, you give slouch beanies on. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I kind of feel like if PBR is your national pastime at your state, then uh, fuck you for insulting Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's enough of a thing that the place we went to eat their uh, their dinner special that night were PBR fish tacos. Oh God! Yeah, like I'm a, I'm all for a good beer battered fish taco, but PBR is like just roll it roll it in a dry turd and then deep fry yeah. it. It still tastes better. Um, it's kind of food where a five-second rule isn't even in consideration anymore. No. It's like, it's not going to get worse. <laughs> well, I learned something. I didn't know PBR came from Wisconsin, so there we go. Oh, God damn it. I, I didn't know. I'm just going to ask. Now I'll spread the word because everybody's yeah. saying it comes from Brooklyn. Uh, actually, I can't tell you if you're wrong. Hang on. To the Google. I mean, I, I I can't imagine now hearing it and thinking, PBR comes from a place where people wear cheese on their heads. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> totally makes sense. Fuck you, Corey. You come from a state that doesn't have water. Uh, no, um, I come from a state with a lot of water. I moved to a state without any. Touche. Pabst Blue Ribbon was founded in 1844 in Milwaukee. I almost positive wanted to just double check, but uh, also Blatt's is in Milwaukee. Blatz is what happens after you drink blue ribbon. No, <laughs> after you drink Blatz, you get the shats. <laughs> um, what are we doing? Oh, the purge. Um, <laughs> the it's gonna be a TV show. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it's gonna be a ten-hour series, uh, which is probably perfect for stretching out something that you can't do in a film uh, to a, a fuller story, but uh, still get so that it's not gonna take fucking forever like some of these shows do. Uh, you'll get the whole story in, in a roundabout way of one and done. I kind of like that, although I don't. Because if it's really good, it sucks that it ends. But if it sucks, then it's good that it's over. 
Way to cover your bits. That's 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 perfect. That's like I love you and I hate you at the same fucking time. Uh, so let's get married and divorce at once. <laughs> I don't want to upset anyone by the things that I say in this podcast. We've already been called fat hipsters once. <laughs> repeated so many times that it's gonna go on my card. It's Good. definitely yeah. I'm gonna get us business cards that say America's first fat hipsters podcasting out of their bedrooms. <laughs> now that's branding. I really <laughs> wish we could have been the first. Oh, whatever. Whatever. At least I own my house, bitch. <laughs> She's not listening. Um <laughs> the next story. Uh the next story we have is uh Sydney's tenth annual horror and sci fi film festival first programming wave. Corey, what the fuck why do you bring news stories where the the, the titles don't make sense? It's I mean, it's basically, it's talking about the fact that there is going to be a 10th annual horror and sci-fi film festival in Sydney, Australia. It's listing some of the films that are going to be a part of it. It's running from November through December, November 24th through December 4th. And, you know, we like horror films. We like some of the people on this network, <clears throat> sci-fi <laughs> people, uh, which Matt is not a fan of, but other people are. What like what, sci-fi what? films? I yeah, I don't you know. dislike sci-fi films. I hate Doctor Who. Well, yeah. Although there's some really good horror episodes of Doctor Who. Doctor Who's a communist. I said it. <laughs> I have I have no uh, evidence to back that statement. <laughs> just Daryl. Uh, <laughs> I just no. It, it's just it's a listing of some of the stuff there. It's always nice to see new creators coming out. Uh, short films are usually, I mean, they can be hit or miss. It's it's kind of like the creepypasta stuff. It's Some of it's great. Some of it's like, who the fuck put this here? I, I just thought that it was kind of nice. And if anybody has the ability to go to Sydney anytime soon, uh, maybe plan your trip accordingly so you can see some of these flicks. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't know if anyone listens to this in Sydney. I could look, but I'm lazy. So if you live in Sydney and you listen to this, let us know and then tell us if you go to the <laughs> film festival. Um, now, a question for you guys, since you're clearly film media makers, I don't know what you what do you call yourselves? Because it's a short series. Filmmakers. 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 Okay. So, how do you guys feel about film fests in general? I think um, I have mixed feelings. I, you know, when I went into film school, it was sort of. You know, as a kid that grew up in the 90s, it was like film festivals, you know, the Kevin Smiths that take their indie film and then get picked up at Sundance. And they've changed a lot. I mean, you've got like film festivals everywhere for every community, in every community, you know. And you have like online festivals going on like all over the place now, which I think is pretty exciting yeah. to get like content all over, like just being able to see it anywhere. But I think, everybody. I feel like there's just like such an abundance of content and film festivals and they're so... It's a good way to get your work out there, but I don't know that it's necessarily going to propel you to any to a different tier in your career. So I think it's a great thing to like sort of market. I don't know. I, I yeah. just I, I don't know that there's a huge value to it any anymore, especially with the internet with much. all the platforms that are out there. It's kind of better to just get your stuff out there and let it be there, depending on what you make. You know. I mean, I feel right. like it's kind of across the board. Like all media that is uses the internet as a medium there's fucking too much like um i play in a shitty band there's there's everyone and their mother can put their music on the internet and it's just really hard to get noticed if that's what you're going for the same thing with film same thing with podcasts um so like i don't know it's fucking weird like how do you make yourself stand out um 
Yeah. Um, going back to Cardi well, Flores because I, mean, I love the, it so much. The difference Cardi between. between... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go back in time because I I kind of forgot to ask this question, but like, um, I guess the progression of how you got from being drunk, coming up with the name, to getting Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> it's been. <laughs> yeah. We actually the the other night yeah. we were like, how the hell did this happen? It's kind of been a blur. <laughs> it was Fair just enough. constant creating, like every everything that we've done is a constant creation of just m- talking to someone and like coming up with an idea and then executing it and then coming up with a project while in the middle of a project and executing that always knowing what's yeah next. and it's just yeah. taking those steps to just get bigger and better and like more and more people start noticing and it's just a snowball effect at that point the so, big thing I took, the reason for gilbert and having like we hired a casting director to reach out to talent, right? To bring talent into the project. And obviously we're reaching out to a very specific tier of talent that are relevant to the project, that are, you know, comics and sketch and improv and all that stuff. But the reason is, is like, if you're, you know, there's a huge slush pile, you know, everybody's making web series, everybody's making stuff. And one of the last remaining ways to get noticed, which was the original sort of marketing tool for film was to get a name in it, you know, to sort of, Get people's attention. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a lot of work yeah. <laughs> to get there, to get to the point where we could ask him and then getting uh, him to sign and, you know. And having content right. prior to that, like, so people can see, like, no, we're actually making something. Not that it's just, we're just making something out of the blue. That's so fucking cool. I wish I could do a Gilbert Gottfried impression. Because I imagine you call him and you're like, hey, uh, Gilbert, you want to do this thing? And he just screams, okay. Do your do your Gilbert impression. Oh, he did an amazing <laughs> Gilbert impression the other night. Didn't <laughs> He's just making fun of me because I did. Okay, we we do everything you in the basement, it and like I wanted to be very quiet about it because our roommates were sleeping upstairs. So you can't really do a, a Gilbert impression being quiet. Nope. <laughs> so introspective Godfrey. It was a terrible like. I, I I'm, you gotta I'm so do embarrassed. it. You're so embarrassed right now. No. Like. No, I don't want to do it. I've gotten naked on worst episode ever. You can do a Gilbert Godfrey impression right now. What? What? <laughs> you do a Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> wow, my butt clutched up on this that. This entire that night has now been worth it. <laughs> you can't do that. Awesome. Oh, no, I can't do that. Absolutely not. Uh, so, yeah, there's a film festival in Sydney, Australia for the 10th year in a row. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh God! I don't know why people still listen to this, Corey. It must be your boyish good looks. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, the last news story we have is, uh, and I think this is hilarious. John Carpenter explains why he disliked Rob Zombie's Halloween remake. Oh, I saw that. I, I didn't know. Read it. read it. Yeah. Um. I, do you want me to read it to you right now, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you want like a sexy voice or just my normal voice? Sexy voice. Yeah. Your normal voice is your sexy voice. Don't talk yourself down. Corey, I'm trying to sop him and drop him real quick, right? Oh. He lied about me. He said that I was very cold to him when he told me that I was going to make Halloween. Wait, wait, wait. Not not a sec- not not Gilbert Godfrey, your sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> that was my sexy voice. This is why I never get any. Um ba- <laughs> Basically, um, what's his nuts was really mean to Rob Zombie, uh, even though John Carpenter was like, hey, 
by all means, it's now do with do with it as you please. And uh, Rob Zombie was a prick about it, which doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, Carpenter basically said, "This is yours now. Don't worry about me." And he was incredibly supportive. And then uh, Rob Zombie was he, Carpenter said, "Why that piece of shit lied? I don't know. He had no reason to. Why did he do it?" So frankly, that would color my response to the film. If I take that away, I did not. I thought that he took away from the mystique of the story by explaining too much about Michael Myers. Uh, he doesn't care about that. Uh, he's supposed to be a force of nature. He's supposed to be almost supernatural, and he was too big. It wasn't normal. Wow. I almost kind of liked that, but I could see why the person who came up with it would be pissed. Like, how would you feel if someone fucking ruined karate, karate tortoise? <laughs> I'd be like, why would you take our satire of a satire and bastardize it? <laughs> I don't know. It must be really surreal to, to be in that place and sort of watch your your baby get, you know, yeah. transformed and bastardized. Uh, but I think that's the point is that John Carpenter had a really good attitude about the fact that they were going to remake this and yeah. he encouraged Zombie to to make it his own to go ahead and like because Carpenter himself didn't want sequels. He didn't want it to be something that was going to be continuously about Michael Myers. He liked uh, Halloween three season of the witch, which was a completely different story. And that's what he kind of wanted the series to become. So to say to Rob, yeah, Rob, go ahead and do something different. Do something that that's that's kind of out there and is your own thing. And then Rob makes what is closer to just a straight up remake, except expanding stuff that in Carpenter's mind didn't really need to be expanded, that didn't paint it in a, any better of a light. It's kind of disappointing. I, I have seen that uh, Carpenter has said since this that he and rob talked and they buried the hatchet and i don't mean if that means the next time we see rob zombie's got a hatchet in his ass but it, it does at least lend to the idea that i don't think rob ever meant to be disrespectful to john i i don't think I, i've heard he's a prick and he's a vegan so i don't like him well, that automatically the two go hand in hand I very weak shaky hands because they don't eat meat i eat my meat sandwiches with meat for buns there's this one time uh, when I first moved to New York, I was at work and I went outside for a cigarette break and there's this theater next door and this guy comes out and he just looks like, like a, like a, a bum basically. And he's Maybe like, he's a cigarette. And I think and he's like inching towards me and I'm just like pretending I don't notice that he's coming closer <laughs> and he just starts carrying on small talk with me and I'm giving him like one word answers like, leave me the fuck alone, man. I'm just trying to take a fucking smoke break. Like, leave me alone. And I noticed these people staring at the guy and staring at us, like people that I work with. They're all out there having their smoke breaks and staring. And then he, he goes inside the theater, and this guy that I worked with came up. He's like, what did he say to you? And I was like, I don't know. He's just talking about the weather. And he's like, that was Rob Zombie, man. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> uh, a friend of mine's dad was in uh, Vietnam. I think he was in Vietnam. I don't know. I know Seth listens to this, so I'm sure he'll correct me. But uh, his dad calls him Ron Zombie. <laughs> Fucking Gary. Uh, he also calls Fazoli's Ferulis. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, the story goes they were driving by a Fazoli, uh, Fazoli's once, and Gary said, "You think Ferulis has a shitter?" <laughs> True story. <laughs> so yeah, uh, John Carpenter is upset with Rob Zombie. <laughs> uh, thus concludes our news portion of the story. All right. Um, Way to put a fine point on it. <laughs> Yeah, God, uh, Corey, uh, do you want how many, how many bets do you want to make that these guys get done with this and like w we just fucking wasted our Saturday night? 
<laughs> we could have been out on the corner smoking cigarettes, talking to Ron Zombie, and we fucking just did this. Drinking Starbucks. <laughs> Drinking Starbucks and smoking cigarettes with Ron Zombie. Pumpkin spice lots. Our beans. Yeah. So it's always really funny to like listen to you guys. Um, well, Mike, sorry, Billy, this is the first time we've met. But uh, oh, 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 Billy. <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for it. I was waiting. <laughs> well, you fucking told him. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. I just, it it just happens way. a lot. It's just a common reaction that Billy has from men. There yeah. was a moment in time when I was 18 to decide, am I going to go by Bill or keep Billy? Oh, and, my best friend's name is Billy. I had nothing wrong with it. I just didn't. And I thought if I got rid of the Billy, no one would go, oh, Billy, anymore. You've made your bed and I'll lie in it. Yep. Uh, what was I talking about? Corey, back me up uh, The movie. This week we are reviewing the movie Gremlins from 1984. Which I, I should point out that it's kind of funny because when we had Jack and Dan on, we did Gremlins too. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah I expected a little more. Of a did, I, did not, I did not ask yeah. Jack what he did. So this is completely. We just talked like, hey, what do you want to do? We had yeah. a couple na- a couple of movies up and yeah. Gremlins. We also, uh, we're going to we're gonna do a serial style podcast, 13 episodes roughly. Uh, with Jack and Dan outlining how we feel Gremlins 3, Gremlins in Space, and Nazis Germany should be <laughs> produced and filmed. <laughs> so prepare for 13 hours of Gremlins 3, Nazis in Space, and Nazi Germany. <laughs> Corey's wife actually drew a, a Hitler gremlin for Jack. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a true story. <laughs> so the movie Gremlins, we watched it. Kind of a Christmas movie. Not really a Christmas movie. It's so a Christmas movie, though. I mean, it it tries to follow a lot of tropes of Christmas films, especially towards the beginning. It keeps inserting footage of other Christmas movies during the the film. It it, when you're watching it, they show them watching Christmas films to kind of place this. uh, Now, I haven't seen Gremlins probably since the '80s, but one of the things I noticed is that this movie is one of those like today we've got so much content that is just pop culture references all through it uh your ready player ones it's just so much of like oh i'm gonna bring this up i'm gonna reference this and i'm gonna reference this thing over here i didn't realize how much of that was done in a film in the 80s but that's exactly what this was it's like everything there and it's a lot of in jokes about um spielberg stuff yeah yeah Uh, so like the indiana Indiana jones billboard we were like whoa yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and a uh, bunch of ET references. Yeah. It, it it's funny because we're at a precursor. Corey Feldman's in this, but uh it's the year before Goonies comes out. Mm. So we can't make Goonies references, but I can see that this is like the the practice for that. Also, the town that this takes place in is the same set that they used for Back to the Future. Yes. So yeah. as you're looking around and it's got that kind of familiarity. So it's it's weird because it's this perfect storm of like it's coming before other things that it's not able to reference, but it's still sort of referencing them. And then it's referencing these things that had just recently been coming out that were already in the cultural zeitgeist enough that you watch this and you go, oh, yeah, Indiana Jones and oh, yeah, E.T. How does this shit just happen? But because it was Spielberg, it's OK to do it. Yeah. 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 You know, and the other thing, we watched it today because I haven't seen it in God knows how long. And, and I think that in my head, it was just sort of this B-movie, little low-budget piece of shit movie. But it's it's a huge, you know, yeah. very indicative of the era. And then I, I forgot that Spielberg 
produced it and that it was i just i had no idea that it was actually i thought that we were <laughs> referencing something really like gory and silly and yeah. stupid and it's actually this huge... as a kid i just like remember just being terrified over it and i just thought okay well let's rewatch it and when we rewatched it it was like it wasn't that you were a little scared yeah there were moments where i was scared i'm not gonna lie <laughs> are you serious billy do you need a hug <laughs> yeah, it was the I moment know. when she's she's uh <laughs> she kills all the gremlins yeah when the mom is at home kitchen. and she walks into the into the living room and the gremlin is in the tree but the moment just before he was like oh god this this got me then and it's getting me now because you don't know <laughs> get into me I, I think the only part that got to me is that when the dog is strung up in the lights there's something about hurting animals yeah. Oh, yeah. Dogs that really upsets me yeah um i collectively hugged all three of my dogs would that even that nowadays to have that it's true i don't know i don't know i I was i was saying that the the woman who was trying to go after the dog one it's it's such a throwback to the wizard of oz Mm -hmm. uh, which is another thing that it felt like it was referencing but two i'm like you're the reason there's a pita you know (laughs) and all this like i will i will do worse things to your dog than they ever do. I will kill your dog. And put it to sleep. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit, bitch. Oh, yeah, back then they thought dogs yeah. were... Didn't feel things. Yeah. Like, this was, and it's like, I, I just realized... I think that was the biggest thing. The whole play with the dog and like this woman wanting to torture the dog and tying the dog up, that was the most shocking yeah, part was, of the movie. I was like, yeah. wow, the taste has changed and I don't think that this would fly in a mainstream movie. Yeah. It's interesting. Plus she had 30 cats in her house too, which is another yeah. thing. <laughs> I like how you you can't hurt animals, which I'm for, Mm -hmm. but Megan Fox and her toe thumb still get work. (laughs) I watched the newest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles earlier today. Um, I just want to punch her. Yeah. Cut her fucking thumbs off. (laughs) Probably grow them back because I'm pretty sure she's not human. And that's why in 20 years there's going to be a people for the ethical treatment of Megan Fox. (laughs) All right. None um, of her directors are going to be in that. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie was kind of, it, it walks the line between being a comedy and being a horror movie. And as I understand it, and I'm not sure how much of this is true, but I've, I've seen rumors that the original script was much more a horror movie. And for instance, the mother was supposed to die when Billy came home her head was supposed to come rolling down the stairs towards him. And I think they even kind of referenced that in the sense that when he comes in and she's being attacked by the gremlin, he chops the gremlin's head off and knocks it into the fireplace. Uh, I think Corey Feldman's character was supposed to be killed. There were a lot more deaths that were supposed to be involved. It wasn't made to be as much of a comedy. At the same time, I was surprised at how much of this was so over-the-top silly that it makes Gremlins 2 seem less ridiculous. Yeah. uh, Because... Everybody talks about how Gremlins 2 was just like, oh, well, they're just doing this. It's like it's lost all the value of the horror film, and it's just silly now. I'm like, yeah, but the first one was really fucking silly. Yeah, like, so, the bar scene? Bar scene, yeah. <laughs> it just got out of hand. How have we not talked about Corey Feldman's music and his Today Show? Cause... Because no one's talking about Corey Feldman for his music? <laughs> I am, because it's horrible. <laughs> Did the, I know Dan stood up for him, and I don't know if you were involved with that, Mike, but he's, he thinks he's, which I don't disagree with, but... He thinks Corey Feldman is... Yeah, he thinks he's he's got a screw loose, and that's why his shit was weird, like when he, he went on the Today Show and, and sang his songs and did his dances. 
Um, I mean, it's a little like Tom Cruise jumping on the couch. Kind right. Of. Yes. <laughs> but my point is, if you do shit like that, if you go on the Today Show and sing your horrible fucking music, you have to expect that people are going to make fun of you because your your music sucks. Yeah, it's man. like when it's when Kanye does anything. Literally, he opens his mouth. People make fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> but the difference. The difference is, is that Corey Feldman is a guy who can make an album, go on TV, play his song, have have, uh, fucking Snoop Dogg rap in his song. Well, Snoop Dogg and will do anything like for a large really enough bag of weed. Feeling so bad. Yeah, I mean he's. He's had a level of success that allows him to do whatever the fuck he wants and have strange women that are essentially betrothed to him in some way and have to dress up like angels around his house. Like, the but guy it's... is nuts. And I get that he's nuts because he was a kid in films in the 80s. Uh, he was probably... It's like, like Charlie that... Sheen. Well, yeah. Um, but I think <laughs> Feldman, being younger, went through probably worse shit than Sheen ever did. Sheen's shit was self-inflicted. I think Feldman and Haim, he's talked about it. They all both went through shit that was not self-inflicted. It came from directors and other people were putting them into films and just like there was no oversight for these kids. You look at the different strokes kids, the shit that they went through, all this you stuff know, gets you revealed know later an on. awful lot about Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> because my name is Corey. And... <laughs> And since we've established it's not my real name, I, the reason that I chose God. the name Corey and spelled it the way that I did is because of Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. If you named yourself Corey right now, you'd probably spell it Q-U-O-R-E-E-E-E-I-Y. Yeah, but it would be pronounced Fred. <laughs> I'm going to spell my name K-H-J-R-L. It's going to be Kevin. <laughs> so gremlins um it's a movie about so i think i think uh gizmo is really fucking cute and i want one yeah just roll wow. my face on him no, you're not was... i don't want one <laughs> <laughs> really? i feel like it's just bizarre that they brought this creature in they have no idea what it is and they're just like petting it like a cat yeah like who does that or or like the scene where the gizmo gets wet and the things are popping out and then they go back to people the comic books. out yeah and the science teacher's like well let me just see run what we can on. run some tests on this at three in the morning yeah <laughs> can i keep one uh sure <laughs> i've got a half dozen at home now you go ahead and take That's it stuff. it's like no, first of all, he's taking it because he wants to do experiments on it. What kind of fucking dick are you, Zach? Well, I, I, I like how the dad is like, everyone's going to want one. <laughs> Dude, this thing just fucking shot babies out of its butthole, and all you can think about is selling them to children? I just got a dire weasel in Africa. Don't fuck it, but everybody's going to want one. <laughs> yeah, talk about worst dad ever, this guy. It's pretty bad. To them, and then he goes off, and he's like not a very good kind of a death of this salesman thing yeah. going on there. And he's on the road, and, you know. that's the interesting story. Is this fucking wacko guy going around selling this awful? He's just like putting up with all the shitty inventions, like <laughs> testing them all out. Like that's fine. We'll drink that thing over. It's molasses. It's fine. Yeah, in a lot of ways, I think the dad is the more interesting part of the movie, and and him reacting to the gremlins would have been more interesting. One because the whole point of gremlins is the fact that they tear up things they make things not work they, they they were in history they were said to tear up planes and stuff in the in the war that that's why they were why we associated them with nazi germany uh for the the threequel 
so having a guy who makes inventions and having gremlins suddenly appear that make inventions not work is to me far more intriguing than what they do. They just send this guy off with shit that doesn't work and, and put him on the road somewhere. He's hardly involved in the movie. Yeah. And everybody else is like, oh, it's gremlins. It's gremlins. It's like, no, the dude who should say gremlins is the guy who's not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, it was really weird that they go with kind of a noirish opening and closing with the voiceover that's straight out of Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just not exactly sure what that was supposed to achieve. It's like, well, I'm going to set like the groundwork. Different movies happening. And, <laughs> yeah. And some, like sort of studio fight over how much the dad is going to be in this, and and then they met in the middle somehow i don't know it just doesn't really that that's what doesn't fit everything with the family and the gremlins feels like one movie but the the bookends there felt like it was at one point some different version you know i don't know yeah i i think that it it starts out and it looks more like blade runner or the opening of probably not uh Raiders of the Lost Ark, but Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It it just has that kind because of, he goes to Chinatown and he's being led around by this young boy who brings him into a shop and then says, "Well, Grandma's not Grandpa's not going to sell it to you, so fuck it. Give me two hundred bucks. Steal <laughs> it from my grandfather who won't beat me into a corner after you yes. leave when he finds out." Um, like what are these things that you're selling me? Oh, they're little boy parts. They'll make your stamina go up. <laughs> And then you can win where, in a debate. Where can I get those? <laughs> oh, Any oh it's, it's fake. Okay, sorry. Right. Uh, so it's just it's a really weird thing. Some of the choices made are like the the introduction of the Judge Reinhold character, who's just kind of a smarmy dude who works with um, with Zach and and Phoebe Cates in their bank. Yeah. But, does anything ever happen to him? I, oh, I just, must have blinked out. He just like his head's gonna explode, yeah. and then nothing happens. Fucking a! Missed <laughs> opportunity to kill that douchebag. And the, and the two cops were like laughing and drunk on Christmas Eve. I'm like, ah ha ha! No fucking gremlins. Then they go out and they see people getting murdered. They watch the guy who's their friend who dresses up as Santa Claus every year, and they're just like, roll up the window and let's drive off. <laughs> another car make that thing explode no payoff for them no payoff. <laughs> yeah it's yeah a lot of interesting missed opportunities i think throughout the movie awkward silence it's your oh, favorite kind i, I, can't, I can't tell when the awkward silence is starting the delay, the delay? Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah that's that's the downside to doing these things um if you're listening and i don't remember if i said this but um Mike and Billy, I do remember their names, are in New York. I'm in Wisconsin, and Corey is in California. So we literally have created a giant dick across the entire country of internet connections. <laughs> and if Daryl were here, we could jizz all the way into her mother or sorry, the Queen's motherland. Or whatever the fuck he wants to call it. He's in the After UK. UK. Yeah. yeah. The Queen's motherland. The Queen's mother. He was on last week. That was. That sounds a lot more dramatic than the United Kingdom. <laughs> I'm going to go there and just get off the plane and go, the Queen's motherland! <laughs> and abruptly be arrested. Because my dick will be out. Uh, so <laughs> I'm trying to think of shit that happened in this movie. I literally played FIFA 2017 the entire time I watched it, so I don't remember a whole lot. Did you ever have a uh, What's up, Billy? Did you ever have a Furby? 
No, I was. I'm a straight male. <laughs> First of all, don't lie. Exactly, or just from that, I feel like it looks exactly, it looks exactly like, like it, yeah. and it's just yeah. kind of. Like, you know, and what, why didn't they when they made Furbies? Why didn't they get the license for yeah, the Mogwai? Yes, was the toy. Seriously, yeah. it was said in the fucking movie, but it's absolutely true. Everybody would want one. Yeah, and how they and didn't market the shit out of maybe, that afterwards. Maybe there was, um, maybe Furby couldn't. Maybe they tried and they couldn't. Like they someone tried. was trying because because you can buy a Gizmo. Uh, yeah. Yeah doll i guess so maybe furbies wanted to and they couldn't or someone wouldn't sell them the rights and but yeah i totally agree there must be some sort of licensing story because it's yeah. uncanny it's the same character it does the same thing that the ears and the big bulbous eyes and the beak and everyone and had one yeah <laughs> everyone did have one i mean in the 80s we had that that movement where everybody was hanging baby on board signs on their cars but the other thing was the garfields that were hanging the windows yeah. i could totally see mogwai's hanging windows or if you had a really shitty car getting one that looks like the the gremlin spike yeah that would be, that would be perfect i the marketing of this was like there you knew it was gonna have to happen and it just didn't it didn't take off in that way and maybe because it was too scary for young kids that they they didn't get it out but i think that realistically every young kid wound up seeing it anyways and yeah. loved it and wanted those things yeah i remember watching it as a little kid and didn't find it yeah i don't think that it. i hated it yeah yeah watching it back i was like i know this is the podcast of terror and then we watched it and i was like well this isn't terror <laughs> great we picked a movie comedy no we like we're, we're at some point as mentioned i don't know when this is actually coming out but we're either doing idle hands next week or we did it last week depending on however this gets released but <laughs> we, we've done like Shaun of the dead gremlins 2 is not a horror movie so yeah, yeah. Gremlins 2 is a lot further away than this one is we are literally a joke <laughs> um yeah we're not like weird about horror movies it has to be Dude, that's not scary at all yeah, they Toy Story. <laughs> i don't think this movie was scary but it's still classified as a horror movie but it was trying to be somewhat scary, it was right? it was i could i could film myself in a mirror naked for five minutes that's a fucking horror movie <laughs> Uh, so some of the some of the people who just showed up in this randomly, uh, William Shallert, who was a very famous guy, he played the dad on Petty Doof. That's what I know him best from. Uh, shows up in an uncredited role. Um, oh God damn it! Uh, Steven Spielberg himself plays a part. They got Robbie the robot to show up at the invention convention, which yeah. I thought, again, I would much rather be watching this movie about an inventor. Who's going to conventions where other inventions are happening? Then <laughs> that's that's the movie. That's, uh, that needs the Gremlins. What four or five? And the Gremlins just the dad. Him around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chuck Jones, the famous animator, shows up in this as Mr. Jones in the Bank for no reason whatsoever, but fucking cool because Chuck Jones. Um, a lot of like weird little spots as we see the town get kind of tore apart, but we don't see a lot of destruction. We know that it's happening, but we, we kind of like it happens. We get the aftermath and then just the total disbelief and in no way ever is it ever communicated to anybody else. By the way, light hurts them. Do something with that. <laughs> have people who could drive through the town and just scream it. It's a small fucking town. Yeah. 
turn on all your fucking headlights. Yeah, nope. One tiny flaw. Don't spray it with water. And what fucking store do you have to turn all the lights on from the breaker? Yeah, that that pissed me off. I was like, this is ridiculous. They were like, okay, so. How we, why doesn't she just turn the light? I could just see them having an argument about <laughs> the flaw with that scene. I, I guess the, the the same store that would sell a remote control car that can be driven from inside the remote control car. And also a ton of Guns, yeah. chainsaws. <laughs> it's everything a toy store, you need to kill gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. There were, you don't see a lot of the town, and I realized that, like you said, that it was uh, it's the same uh, street in Back to the Future. That, you know, it's it's that one lot at Warner Brothers where they use that build. They actually the building where the uh, the bank is has been used. I think it's used as the diner and Shameless, yeah. and like they just keep reusing this one street over and over again. Although and, it looks like they added the Burger King specifically for it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no dress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think KFC is still open? Like today? The fucking come on. A, it's from old school. B, fuck all three of you. <laughs> like, well, you know, it's fairly early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how everyone's like, I think, I think so. I'll take one of those bowls, man. Those things are great. I make those shits at home. Yeah. All right, sorry. You guys were having a serious conversation before I busted in like an asshole. I mean, depending on. <laughs> Your definition is serious. But how about Burger King, man? You guys are having a more serious conversation than me asking about food. <laughs> <laughs> what about Burger King? Have, have you had the uh, Cheeto chicken fries yet? No, oh. I haven't. Okay. Cheeto chicken fries. I prefer McDonald's. I had the I had one the time I ate forty mac and cheese, uh, Cheeto stuff things. Those were not good. <laughs> those are pretty good. One time at McDonald's, I had forty chicken McNuggets. I think I'm gonna try for fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the two twenty piece, and you just sat there and ate them uh, all. The one by my house doesn't have twenty pieces anymore, so I had to ask for four ten pieces, <laughs> and then one lone, awesome. one lone grown fat man with a beard pulled up. I was like, "I'll take those." <laughs> Did you have the sweet and sour sauce with that? Uh, I'm more of a chili, the Thai chili sauce. I was sweet and sour sauce growing up, and then they introduced more than just sweet and sour barbecue. Uh-huh. Um. Sweet and sour sauce is choice, but uh, Thai chili is where it's at. All right. So what's weird is I, I just decided. What's to weird is that you're see. stopping our conversation about chicken McNuggets. Yeah, I know. I fuck you. Uh, <laughs> right now, so um, they, they have that blatant Burger King moment in the film, and I was looking to see if maybe there was some toys that were put out in a Happy Meal from Burger King based off the movie. No, they did a promotion through Hardee's, and it came with record albums. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Whoever was handling the merchandising of this really movie was an idiot. Have you ever seen the Key and Peele skit about Gremlins 2? No. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I feel like that's what happened, and then all of the ideas just out the window. Yeah. <laughs> like, and here we're going to put it a little flasher gremlin. Why? I don't know. Fuck it. He's just going to show his non-dick to Phoebe <laughs> Cates, which is just what Judge Reinhold did in Fast Times at Richmond High the year before. So... <laughs> God damn, Phoebe Cates is in this. God damn, Phoebe Cates. God damn. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> God damn, Phoebe Cates. Corey, your boner's showing. <laughs> Just put your boner Somebody on. send the video to Phoebe Cates. <laughs> hey, what these, is Phoebe? Where these, are they now? These guys make those moving pictures. They might know her. <laughs> 
No, she hasn't done any work since like 2001. Uh, I think the last thing she did before that was Princess Caribou or whatever, and then her Paraboo. But then she oh, she I'd sort of her. disappeared. Did one thing. She she's beautiful. She's married to Kevin Klein, uh, so she's got a good life going. I but... tongue plow her stink ditch. That's that's <laughs> how poetic of you. Uh, <laughs> You gotta make really eating cool. a butthole sound better than eating a butthole. <laughs> I didn't realize she was in uh, Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, she she was like hit eighties girl for a while. I was trying to get away from the fact that I was chewing on a butthole. Do you think sweet and sour sauce would taste good? Taste good on a butthole? Yeah, I think it would probably help it a lot, right? And I'm sure the person would appreciate it more than the hot chili sauce. <laughs> Well, it's like sweet but spicy. So maybe if the sweet hits the butthole before you get the spicy, it will not burn your poop shoot. <laughs> Man, I haven't heard the word poop shoot. Well, I'm going to thank you for finding me. Well, in Wisconsin, we get the words a little later than you big city folks. <laughs> I was so four years ago. Yeah, Where Matt lives looks like the town in Kremlins. <laughs> There's a bur- We have a Burger King. We do. You too. Confirmed Burger King. Wow. <laughs> it's on the up and up. It's actually, so, uh, I guess, quick funny thing-ish. Uh, the city I grew up in is smaller than the one that I currently live in. So I have like more fast food options. But they closed both the Sonics, so I currently have a strongly oh, worded. I fucking love Sonic. And I moved here uh, and then they closed both of them. Oh, they just out to get me. Sonic is just yeah, it's not everywhere. We had it in Florida, and yeah, they opened, opened, and that was like the rage. <laughs> everyone wanted to get up here. Yeah. Did, uh, did Did you guys have Whataburgers in? That's I think it's a Texas thing, right? Came relatively yeah. late in high school, I think. I went to school in Tallahassee. Out. They had Whataburgers yeah. there. It was amazing. Whataburgers are so fucking good. I have um the guy who's actually well one of two guys that's on our show either next week or or the last week that we're talking about. Idle Hands with sends me their spicy ketchup. in the mail mail, he mails me spicy ketchup has it already been applied to his butthole and he's just scraped it off for you (laughs) it's in a box box, you fucks he duct tapes it shut make sure it doesn't squirt on accident is that what he does with you no god damn it just one packet no like it comes in you can you can buy it in a grocery store Oh, 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 squeeze ketchup bottle. I didn't know you didn't know that. Had I known you didn't know that, I would have prefaced that instead of sounding like he sends me a Ziploc baggie, a gallon Ziploc baggie full of spicy ketchup He's packets. just sitting there at the self-serve ketchup boat. He's like, squirt, squirt. He's going to have a bucket later. Don't worry. It's for a guy in Wisconsin. Oh, okay, go ahead. We get it. We understand. He lives in like... Deep, deep South Texas. So I feel like weirder shit happens there than someone filling up a gallon baggie with spicy ketchup. Yeah, they got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> like the Mexicans. Uh, uh, speaking of spicy ketchup, so Howie Mandel is the voice of Gizmo. That's really? Uh, yeah, Howie Mandel is the voice of Gizmo. Uh, Peter Cullen does one of the the Mogwais, and Frank Welker does Stripe. So between Peter Cullen and, and Frank Welker, we've got both uh, Optimus Prime and megatron from the transformers series i like megatron. and i think yeah well no that they also are in disguise megadeth were the voice of the, they're the, pretending the female in gremlins too <laughs> okay um but yeah howie mandel 
who I think at that point in time was pretty much just known for saying elsewhere, uh, did this really cute little voice thing, went on to do Bobby's World. And I used to love that show. Yeah. I think it was maybe Bunsen Honeydew on Muppet Babies. or yeah. No, maybe it was Skeeter or something. Was he always a germ guy? No. A germaphobe? <laughs> I think it was later because I, I want to say I remember him having hair in the before. Oh, he definitely had hair. He had like yeah. an afro. Well, before he like started shaving everything. And which was just a function of this everything parent. except the soul patch which is where you catch oh, the most the most yeah <laughs> food sweat and everything All right here ketchup. yeah <laughs> sweet and sour sauce right here hey how you got some sweet and sour sauce in your soul patch <laughs> homie tastes like grandpa uh, <laughs> I'm gonna borrow that one too <laughs> you're welcome guys really changed we'll life. probably not help your campaign at all but you got some some tit sayings out of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> some tit sayings <laughs> yeah so howie mandel howie mandel. are we still talking about howie mandel or have we moved on i think we could what is it guessing uh the the i can't even think of the what game show that he was oh, oh, deal oh, oh. Deal. yes yeah, that's deal or no deal. yeah was that the last thing he really did no, he's he's one of the judges on X Factor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So Deal or No Deal is the last thing he's really done. <laughs> <laughs> or not X Factor, America's Got Talent. The, the same, same thing. Same thing. I could repeat myself, but people don't know. Just rewind thirty seconds. <laughs> it's so memorable. Like he had with the audience members when they came out. Like, did, did he like just do the fist bump with them, or was he just like, thanks for playing the game? <laughs> I think it was a fist that's bump because. Awesome. He was Bumpy. very, he was very, um, he was very vocal about the fact that he didn't like shaking hands. Yeah, but he didn't want to be a dick, so I think that's where his fist bump came in. My, uh, my old boss used to not like to shake hands. I remember when I, after my interview, I like reached my hand out, and he was like, "I don't, I don't do hands." I was like, "This is mortifying." <laughs> and you that's just kind weird. of really lower your zipper and like, well, <laughs> whatever works for my raise. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It would have been great if you just... and you're like, what's wrong with my hand? <laughs> I, I would have preferred if you just like put on a glove to shake your hand. Just like, <laughs> no, I'll touch you. Dirty, <laughs> dirty Orlandian. <laughs> so what do you do for, for reels work? Uh, I freelance in TV and film. God, you guys have such I'm cool lives. I'm a project manager for a construction company. Oh, yeah. or an that's like a real job yeah Pro project manager mm. engineer yeah <laughs> makes crazy with engineer project managers draw, draw respect set up around the city that's awesome it's cool yeah i just like to live vicariously through you big city folk <laughs> making our karate tortoises hey. uh karate Tortoise? Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why do I have to say it right if you won't even say it right? It's your fucking thing. <laughs> Corey, what were we talking about? Uh, Zach Galligan oh. did this movie and then got to do the sequel, and that's, I think, the closest he ever got to actual stardom or being well-known because he's done a lot of shit films since. And <laughs> Zach Galligan, if you're listening, Gremlins 3... <laughs> Gremlins in space and Nazi Germany. Call me. Uh, Gremlins 3, according to different sources, they say that Chris Columbus is actually actively working on the script uh, since he wrote the first one and Joe Dante is 
back on board supposedly to direct it but we'll see that's the kind of shit that just like stays in development forever and then someone says really we have gremlins 3 on the docket somewhere why i don't know <laughs> hey it's better than some of that shit that they have coming out yeah as i quickly google shit that's coming out so i can make fun of it is that your sh- is shit that's coming out <laughs> you should do that shit that's coming uh Dude, WebMD. Oh, did you just say WebMD? i have cancer <laughs> I, I went to WebMD's main page it just says you have cancer <laughs> um webmd i have shit that's coming out webmd answers you have cancer and cancer. stop licking buttholes <laughs> <With sweet sauce. laughs> you got the butthole cancer from eating too many buttholes uh there's a website called upcoming horror movies that i usually go to on the occasion and uh they'll have like movies that are in develop- developmental hell and it's always like the third sequel of the 18th reincarnation of some garbage movie like mm. killer tomatoes Oh man, I, I used to like that cartoon as a child. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so... yeah, that's even stupider. Yeah. What, are you, what are you guys doing later? You want to like hang out or something? Yeah, we'll meet halfway. <laughs> I'll meet you. I'll meet you in Ohio, where everyone wants to kill themselves. <laughs> Uh, so I didn't even think about this until just now. The pupil stage, as they kept calling it in the movie, which I don't think that's right. Should uh, it be that, uh, Yeah, exactly. I don't know what they were saying. But the when the gremlins are changing from Mogwai-esque to the actual gremlin form, straight out of Alien? Yeah. Absolutely. Those, those <laughs> egg, yeah, the eggs with the fog coming out of it. They're somehow <laughs> bioluminescent. There's light. Definitely Alien. <laughs> And I don't know that I remember it taking so long for it to happen, the the change in the second one. Because it the first one, it's like overnight, and they're all up. They they started in the bedroom, and they wind up going in the attic. And, yeah. and it takes a long form of like, okay, and the next day, Mom, can you come up here? Uh, why does it look like you just skied it all over your pets? What is this? Son, I think you should stop jerking off. <laughs> We buy you socks for a reason. It, it's just... <laughs> oh. Again, it's just like, why are they in the house at this point? Like, get us out of there. The we were watching, we're like, get out of the house. And and my concern, oh, someone chewed through my alarm clock, so I don't know what time it is. about anything in your life. You are watching TV. You can tell what time it is just by looking at the TV. That's how I did it for years. <laughs> Also, when the gremlins were running around in the snow, wouldn't they be multiplying then, too? Right. Yeah. Oh, shit. Or... Logic, son. <laughs> just totally dismantled the whole I thing. I can't take it. I'm going to sleep. I can't handle this. That's the worst movie ever made. I mean, in the second movie, they make reference to a lot of these things, like, don't feed a man for midnight. Uh, so, midnight what time zone? And <laughs> never feed them again if it hit midnight once? Or, or what's the case? There's a lot of things that they know are ridiculous, and they, they come back and they kind of make fun of it a little bit after. But it is. It's like, yeah, they're running around through winter. Uh, there's a lot of liquid everywhere. It's just like, up on the roof, up, 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 up. You know, just like... <laughs> Really weird. <laughs> I also noticed that this was kind of bothering me, but like you'll have, and I guess this is just budget reasons, but you'll have one gremlin that like is re- obviously stripe is super expressive and like looks realistic, not realistic, but 
It's a good puppet. It's a good looking puppet. Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> and then you got the ones with like the plastic faces that look like socks, kind of. <laughs> and and they didn't do a very good job of like mixing it up so that you you know kept the. And their, their size was inconsistent because it it seems like at some points they're about maybe at best a foot tall. And then at other points, they're large enough to hold a full-size chainsaw or a full-size gun to make the gun look small, or he found a miniature gun. I guess at the same story, you find the miniature car that you can drive in. Uh, I just can't watch movies with Danny Marcori. You just break them for me. <laughs> Corey Scott ruining shit on the internet for one year. Watching it, I felt like I was picturing just like a guy with a puppet and like maneuvering it and wondering like how that played out. Because you know it's all puppetry and animatronics, so that would have been really interesting behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean it. It would have been probably better if they got somebody who was actual puppeteers like Henson, but I don't know if Henson would want to do such scary shit. As far as he went, was like the Dark Crystal, which had a little bit of awkward stuff, but this is a little bit much. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he didn't want to do Ninja Turtles, the first Ninja Turtles. Like he was like very much like this might be a little too dark for me. I, I heard in the documentary, and that was pretty interesting. Should have stuck around waiting for Secret of the Use. That's a good ass film, <laughs> especially Ice T. But Vanilla Ice, something ice. Vanilla Ice, oh, some ice. <laughs> Just combine the two. Combine Vanilla Ice and Ice T. It's lemonade. Vanilla <laughs> tea. Vanilla tea? That's my rap name. Vanilla tea. <laughs> you heard it here first. We're dropping hot fire soon. By the way, I just realized the reason why they had Chuck Jones in this is because he did the Warner Brothers cartoon about the gremlins. What? what? Not, not based on the movie, but the uh, old Bugs Bunny cartoon with the gremlins in Germany, like tearing shit apart. Oh, I've never was... seen that. Does it look like Grem the Gremlins in Gremlins? Not or even a little bit. Not even a little. Probably a lot cuter. <laughs> Googling it right now. But this was real mythology, right? I mean, this was something that... During yeah, the, that... Was it a joke or was it something people were actually concerned about during the war? It was something that people, I think, just like any kind of superstition, they probably believed in. Matt might be able to do an episode of Word World Weekly where they talk about it. Remind me when I'm sober to do that. So never, never, ever in a billion years will that happen. It's one of those movies, one of those cartoons you probably won't see a lot of of uh, times on TV because it actually has Hitler in it. So, wait, 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 like real Hitler or a depiction of Hitler? I mean, like Hitler is a character in the cartoon. Eh, I feel like Hitler's probably a character more often than you think. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's, which it's not like... by that statement, I feel like I need to clarify. Like, I feel like Hitler should zero times be a character. So if he's one, that's more times than I think. <laughs> right, just, not that, that I think like Hitler should be on TV 25% of the time. <laughs> I am not Jack Bacone. I do not think Hitler is a great man. <laughs> he mentioned that the other night, saying that accidentally. And, yeah. Did he? Did he also <laughs> raise his like, arm and it. say something in German? Being ironic. <laughs> Zeke Heil. Was he eating a bratwurst with sauerkraut? Yeah. Reading Mein Kampf all at the same time. <laughs> Fucking Jack. He he won't listen to this, so he'll have no idea we talked about him. <laughs> I can't believe he ate a cricket on Twitter. Yeah, that was amazing. Wait, 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 w
what? <laughs> he, he, we eat crickets for money on our show to try to you know get the contributions going in. So we have these roasted crickets. <laughs> And what? anytime anyone contributes fifteen dollars and yeah. says eat a cricket, and then we do it. And and then like we had guests on last week, the first wave of guests, um, friends of ours, and they were like, "We'll eat crickets." And then people paid and they ate crickets. Yeah. And then Jack did it, and I was like, "There's no." We actually talked about it. I was like, "I don't want to like put him, make him uncomfortable." Yeah. We're not going to do crickets. They want to do it. And then he like mentioned it offhandedly, and somebody was like, "You know, gave us the money." <laughs> Oh, and I was like, you got to do it. You should do it. And then he, and then he did it. So the man. It's not like it was a bologna sandwich or anything. The yeah. man. Exactly. I was like, you don't want to eat bologna. You're not going to want to do cricket. And then he dropped it on the ground. He dropped it on the ground. <laughs> so the man who will not do his dishes without microwaving his fucking what? sponge ate a cricket. He microwaves cricket. a sponge for one minute. <laughs> it's 90 seconds because I did it a few times. And I'm like, I wonder okay. if Jack's onto something. <laughs> Really? Yeah, kills the germs. Kills the germs, huh? That's what he says. Um, but whatever. Fuck it. I just clean my dishes with cheese on the sponge. You just clean it with cheese with and beer with a lump of cheese. <laughs> I just you dump beer onto my sponge. PBR, so you can have something else. PBR cricket. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make PBR fried. PBR battered crickets. Yeah, yeah. PBR battered fried crickets. Yeah, it's a new protein. It's we should make those. It's green. <laughs> we have an Amy's around the corner from us, and and I'm pretty sure that might be something that's on the menu there. I it is. <laughs> I've never heard of Amy's. Clearly, the three of you have. Amy's does the organic frozen foods uh, that are usually vegan related yeah, burritos and the yeah all that stuff oh so it's a bunch of weird people you walk in and they're just like i'm vegan I'm and i assume none of them ever worn shoes in their life but at the same time <laughs> it's quite popular and it's it's right next to the in and out which makes perfect sense <laughs> uh you posted a thing about in and out i want to get to the bottom of this have you got mike billy have you guys eaten in and out yeah i love it i never have i'm like a poor black child that's never eaten in and out is it as good as everyone? Like, I have buddies who, um, one of my best friends lives in Kansas and was in a touring, he toured in a band for a long time, and anytime they would go anywhere near an In-N-Out, he would eat it. Is it that good? Was the band Kansas? Because that would be excellent. No, the band was called The Cast Pattern. That's, <laughs> that's where the name Infant Stomper came from, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be recording that tomorrow yeah. in Times Square. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was. I had. I had. When uh, you said you did it, I'm like, I have to now. I had no choice. I. I literally was like trying to figure out which which one of your uh, things I wanted to give you enough money for. And then when you said that, I'm like, it's it's happening. Shot, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, we're having fun with it. It's almost like people don't react enough. Yeah. Because it's, it's so New funny. York. You know, people, well, you're like, in New York, so it's like, oh, it's just another fucking guy screaming names again. <laughs> another guy, you know, like <laughs> the last time we did it, this woman's like screaming about comedy club. You like comedy, yeah, comedy, comedy. Right? We're like, <laughs> we picked this square first, lady. <laughs> yeah, we were like, like a perimeter. Like, we had the camera and everything, yeah. and everyone was looking like, what are they doing? <laughs> Filming a pornography. Yeah, right in Times Square. Yeah, it's bound to happen sooner or later. Live, <laughs> Live internet pornography in Times Square. <laughs> I think you guys are onto something. So, Sounds like a million dollar yeah, operation yeah. there. Yeah. Billion dollar operation. Billion dollar operation with uh, legal fees to match. Sponsored <laughs> by PBR Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we in this movie even? 
I, Corey keeps I talking know, about I the mean, movie I'm Off on a Different Planet, uh, brought to you by alcohol. Um, <laughs> we do get a, a finality of the film. Uh, the the evil... I don't know what happens exactly. Like They go into the movie theater and they they turn up the gas and, and oh, yeah. don't inhale, but it's going to take us 20 minutes to run out of here for some reason. All the gremlins run after them, and they block the door with one lone piece of like driftwood. And, and so well, there's like they're not strong. Three thousand gremlins, three thousand gremlins coming at the door. They took a car apart in three seconds. They can't take the fucking inches off the door. Um, <laughs> but she's holding the door herself, screaming at Billy. Billy's like, "Oh, hold on, I'll get this one thing." drop it here loosely it's not braced against anything except snow so the ground is wet there's nothing but great traction there and then they run off the place finally explodes and then spike because he had a sugar fit happening went across the street to get treats uh or yum yums as they keep calling it i thought that was a little bit of a weird sex reference and (laughs) (laughs) and then they have the final fight where Gizmo finally does something in the goddamn movie for once, and it's just uh, to knock he, a shade open in the ceiling. He does right. something in the entire awesome. movie. It's called being adorable. Yeah, Adorbs, if you will. Hashtag cutest puppy ever. Hashtag Gizmo. <laughs> so I feel like if Gremlins were remade right now, when the, when the dad finds it, it'd be like, oh, hashtag cutest puppy ever. <laughs> Hashtag Dorbs. Yeah, I have to, I gotta Twitter this shit. <laughs> they, this, this is gonna be this is the cutest puppy I've ever seen. Everyone's gonna want one. Spider yeah. Exactly. He would he would just he would just Instagram the Mogwai and then there would be a we huge should, sale. We should work with with Gremlins three, we should also work on a uh an app and do a virtual pet like a Tamagotchi. Mogwagachi. Yeah, that, that would be perfect. And yeah. It's it seems Why like it has to happen. Tamagotchis? Yeah. We're selling them on our I noticed. Car. Where the fuck did you find them? You there's like you can search this. You can scour the internet to find Tamagotchis. eBay. You were eBay. Up, and we were like, this is these are yeah. This is what I remember. I was like, oh, this... so I feel I feel like this is a really good time for you to talk about the things that you can purchase on your your uh, Seed and Spark. Since yeah, yeah. kind of already are. We got uh. Well, we've got our, the thing we're actually the most excited about is the uh, the comic book. We've got a whole original comic book, which is an offshoot of one of the characters. So it's in the universe. Um, and we're like finishing that up. At least you've been doing all that. I've been doing the color for it. Yeah. Our, we have an amazing artist working for us or with us. Uh, Brett Zebarth. He's awesome. He's doing all like the, the illustrations and, and just helping us out with like graphics and all the concept art. Oh, you know, and then this whole comic book, which is cool. So that'll be done soon. And then you can get postcards from the characters. I just want to scream, which is the by far the most popular. Yeah, everyone's like, "We go out and scream your name or whatever you want us to say." We have like uh, temporary tattoos of the Karate Tortoise. Yeah. Um, slap bracelets is another fun one. Coloring book. Yeah. With Karate Tortoise characters, balancing birds. I don't know if you remember this from the '90s. These little birds that you can balance on your finger. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin, is yeah. Maybe it hasn't gotten there yet. Yeah. <laughs> they came in all sizes. or the big ones, the little ones, you know. And uh, the Tamagotchis, of course. And, yeah, it's just a lot of just fun stuff. We really created, like, an event as opposed to just being like, hey, just help us out and we'll give you credit. Yeah. Right? As a producer, associate producer or something like that. And it's just people are responding really well to 
just the perks that we have. So Slap bracelets. Yep. You guys are up to $20,030. I can only assume that the $30 is because you're on our podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> and and I want to say, you're leaving the Pogs money on the table right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys make a Karate Tortoise Slammer? Yeah. I would buy that. Yeah. We do have uh, action figures as well. Yeah. As well. <laughs> right towards action figures <laughs> that we actually are making. <laughs> wait, 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 do they look shitty? I mean, no, do they, do they look action. homemade like the one in the picture, or is it a real one? It, I mean, it's just like one in the picture. That's one of the characters that we have in in the series. That's Marvin's manatee. Well, and then, the way to be a fucker, Matt. Yeah, they look just like the one in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the yeah, karate, the karate tortoise. tortoise. It's actually awesome. That is actually really cool. <laughs> Fuck Sorry. you. I said it was cool after the fact. <laughs> it's, everyone loves action figures. Uh, I do. My wife doesn't. Mine are in boxes and a storage unit, but that's a uh, uh, different conversation. Brandon Raymond is suggesting Karate Tortoise Beanie Baby. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Cancel. <laughs> Redo the whole thing. Redo the whole thing. Down the road. Well, you can't tell me that you couldn't yeah, you couldn't sell those after the fact because I'm assuming you're yeah. gonna release this on uh, Laserdisc, right? Yeah, definitely Laserdisc. <laughs> We're gonna send it to all the biology classes in America <laughs> from 1996. Was the Magnavox or no? It was the Philips CDI or whatever that they had out for a while that had that really shitty Zelda game. <laughs> Wait, what? There was a shitty was, Zelda game? Oh, the, the worst. It was almost as bad as the cartoon series. It, it was, I own there that was on some, DVD. Fuck you. Yeah, good for you. Um, it was, now I understand so much more about your personality. God, there it was a Christmas a, present, you prick. <laughs> this was like a, a DVD player, except it used CDs. Uh, so it was really low quality video, and it was sort of interactive because it would jump around on chapters when you'd use the remote. Uh, as a it was a fake game controller and it was some sort of Zelda type game that was based on the actual Legend of Zelda games themselves uh, but just horrifically wrong just messed up in every way that was a shitty story I'm sorry yeah I know thank you for making go further into it I wanted like actual backstory on this Legend of Zelda shitty game Legend of Zelda shit game okay so miyamoto had a member of the family that's no longer with this because he chopped him up because of this fucking game there you go that's happening what i don't know shut up why did you murder link how come when i google legend of zelda shit game there's a picture of link <laughs> with a turd and it says you found the piece of shit i'm gonna we should get out of here before i find something really dark yeah okay <laughs> Um, usually by this point in time, especially before we've asked you to go back into your, your, um, your contact info and talk about your shit, we would have asked you to review the movie. We would have asked you for rankings based off of rewatchability, story, and scariness. So let's try to do that now. Yeah, just listen to what Corey says later. at this point, not me. <laughs> um, so if you guys were to rank Gremlins. No, they the have to. That That's part of watched. coming here. You have to rank the movie. I don't know. We can kind of like just tune out. Uh, uh, three ranking scale. So the first ranking would be based on rewatchability. Uh, you can choose anything from zero to five. Five being best, right? 
Yes. Um, yes. Five is Matt is actively lissing, licking your butthole uh, with whatever oh God, secret God. sauce you choose. Really I think good. I would give it a three. Three? Yeah. I think a three is fair. It was fun watching it. I, mean, I, I wouldn't say it's amazing or like... I liked rewatching it. I yeah. Was like an adult. yeah, so the rewatchability is like, would you watch this again? Did you enjoy it enough to see it a yeah. second time? Is there stuff that you, you didn't catch that you feel like you need to go back and look at now? Pretty dense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say, I, I it, would, yeah, I'd say three. I think three for rewatchability. Not five? Pretty dense is actually the nicest compliment we've ever gotten on this podcast. <laughs> Matt, rewatchability. Two. Okay. Sorry, Brandon just called me a sweaty drunk, sweaty yeah. stink ditch digger. Yep. So Brandon and Matt have met. Uh, rewatchability. I, I would give it. A, I would give it a three. I, I would say that it's something that I'm perfectly okay watching again. It was nice to revisit it. Uh, surprisingly, I've seen Gremlins two more than I've seen Gremlins, which is just weird. I'm. I don't know why it doesn't get more replay on tv these days yeah that is a really like valid it, point because uh i don't think i've ever come across it on tv yeah when you consider the the fact that back to the future has gotten so much replay the last few years that you would think that the team that was a part of that they would try to play their other stuff where they worked on things too and i just can't imagine why this one isn't all right guys uh story zero through five Pretty iconic story. Three. Yeah, three. Well, you guys are so like, eh, three. <laughs> it's no karate tortoise, but you chose this movie. You brought this mediocre shit to us. <laughs> <laughs> KarateTortoise.com is the other mediocre shit. Let's <laughs> say the whole purpose of you picking the movie is so that we have something to talk about. And you guys are like, yeah, this movie kind of sucked, but. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. For, I mean, it's, it's not like I watch it every week. I've I mean, seen, obviously. Seen it every week, no Gilbert Gottfried, so right there. <laughs> we all know Mike's going to go into his gremlin's bathroom and take his gremlin's <laughs> towel and sit on his gremlin's <laughs> bath mat. And... <laughs> if he shits into his gremlin toilet, does his shit just multiply right there? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Shit just is pops striped. out little pellet turds. <laughs> That's how I get new beanies. <laughs> Matt's got a stripe in his underwear. Uh, Matt, your story <laughs> ranking. Bad diet. Uh, two. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to agree with you, actually. Uh, I think it too, just because it seems like it, it just goes too far all over the place. It's not coherent enough. I think that there was something that there were missed opportunities. And it would have been better if they'd been a little bit more concise with the story. If it wasn't like uh, Inventor Dad gets this for his kid for no fucking reason and then takes off into the night. And then the kid who's paid no attention to the rules and expected to follow them at a moment's notice for this thing he didn't even ask for. Thanks, Dad. Uh, remember how I wanted a car that worked? Nope. All right. Fuck you. Um, it, it's, it's okay. It's perfectly okay. It sets a better precedent for sequels. Gremlins 3 coming soon. He's starring Gilbert Gottfried as Hitler. <laughs> Jack Pacone as Hitler. <laughs> Jack Pacone impersonating Gilbert Gottfried as, as Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> in later, Hosen. 
<laughs> so, like a normal Saturday for Jack. All right, and finally, scariness, zero to five. I would say uh, zero. I'd say a two. Just because of that one scene? Yeah, because of that one scene, yeah. Your butthole went whoop, whoop. I'd be up all night. <laughs> I'm going to say a zero. My butthole did not go whoop, whoop. But you got all you got all butthurt about the dog. That didn't scare me. That just upset me. It's just I just tender. Uh, scariness. I'll give it a two. I think that the gremlins themselves, when they when they start actually murdering people, there is potential for some scares there. Yeah. And and certainly they look good and creepy. Uh, when when he melted at the end, that was just great. That was a beautiful yeah. visual. <laughs> Uh, apparently, Ashley in the chat said that the uh, FYE in the mall still has the three-foot gremlin with the shades. <laughs> Mind you, they live in Maine, which is further back in time than Wisconsin. <laughs> Where gremlins are actually represented as lobsters. Yeah, they, they only have lobsters and Stephen King there. How many kids going to the mall know what that even is? Yeah. <laughs> what is this weird... Is this Dobby? <laughs> That's a stupid looking Dobby. Gremlins 4. Gremlins versus Harry Potter. Yes. Oh, yeah, no. yes. Somebody yeah. write, read it, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Give her a better book idea. She can't hear you behind all of her Harry Potter money. Idea. Actually, I guess I shouldn't say that. We had the Harry Potter person tweet. Yeah. Retweeted us this week. Oh shit, they're going to listen to this and be like, fuck those karate tortoise assholes. I'm sorry, Harry Just Potter. Remember, much like Corey Feldman, uh, J.K. Rowling, a little above any kind of thing damage that we can do with our insults. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like we could bring him down if we really wanted to. It's still a woman. She is a woman. Are, are we talking about the same person? I don't think so. Okay. I was talking about Corey Feldman. Oh, you were okay. talking about J.K. LOL Rowling. No, I'm talking about Corey Feldman having J.K. Rowling as one of his angels that sings back up in his I just band. want to talk about Corey Feldman as J.K. Rowling. Oh. In a lifetime <laughs> short. Broadway. Somebody would have to teach him how to read. <laughs> oh, Holy shit. <laughs> fucking raw. <laughs> I guess when you have a, he just pays someone 20 bucks to read this to me. <laughs> you just bring someone to a restaurant just read me this menu just 20 <laughs> bucks read me the menu uh if you are a representation for Corey feldman or anybody else who would just want to talk <laughs> to us you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966 that's 805-328-3966 or email us at pot at gncast.com uh you can leave a message on the website as well uh simply put we want to hear from you let us know your favorite part of the show, your least favorite part of the show. Let us know what you think of Karate Tortoise, because it's kind of fucking awesome, and you should check it out. Uh, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast of Terror, and subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your favorite podcatchers. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere. We're like an infection or gremlins. All subscription options can be found at gncast.com slash subscribe. Finally, you can join us on our Facebook page under Galactic Network. Guys, we want to thank you again for being on the show. Tell us more about where we can find you. You can talk about this project. You can talk about your own personal Twitter if you want anybody to follow you there. Whatever you want. Uh, it's your time. We have everything under our production company name, which is The Spooked Horse. So you can find us on Facebook. We do a 
a live show called Tortoise Talk every night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so follow us on Twitter at the Spooked Horse. Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at the Spooked Horse. Uh, we've got a Seed and Spark crowdfunding campaign right now. We're trying to get to thirty thousand. We're at twenty right now, uh, and it goes until October thirteenth. So and our hashtag Karate Tortoise is all over the place as well. Yeah, yeah. And um, as far as the campaign goes on Seed and Spark, uh, if you find us there, just look us up. Uh, if you can't contribute. You can follow us. That's free, and we have to get a thousand followers by October thirteenth. We're just over seven hundred right now. Yeah, we're really there. Um, we need a thousand in order to be considered for this TV development deal through Seed and Spark. So, um, if you think if you like tortoise stuff and you like sort of <laughs> Adult Swim kind of humor and nostalgic humor, then we got uh, some fun incentives yeah. on Seed and Spark for you to check out. It's a lot of fun. That's true. I didn't even consider it, but this is perfect for Adult Swim. Yeah, it is is just wonderfully bizarre and and creative enough to go right in there. Well, they came out with um, World Peace. I don't know if any of you have watched it yet. No. Okay, million dollar uh, stream I'm... World Peace. It's like the what I would assume would be their next step after Tim and Eric not being a show anymore. Gotcha. Okay. Let's check that out. Yeah, I think the first season just ended, but it was World Peace. Pretty good. I'm happy I'm that it exists because Tim and Eric really doesn't exist anymore. Right. There's mm -hmm. a huge void. There's <laughs> a void for uncomfortable <laughs> comedy. Douche. Yeah. Did you just say something about a douche? There's a big douche. There's There's a a big... Big... <laughs> Sorry, I'm drunk on water. <laughs> Should have gotten here. I, I warned you when we first started talking about oh, this. I, know, I thought yeah, I was like, this... I gotta get a bunch of liquor so that we're ready for the show, and then I forgot. <laughs> Well, you'll just there's have not to... enough liquor to ever be ready for this show. <laughs> Poker Matt keeps front. trying. Liquor in the rear. Uh, you'll just have to come back and get drunk later. We'd be, be happy to. Well, I mean, you don't have to lie to me. I know that once Karate Tortoise takes off, we're just a fucking... <laughs> we're a skid mark in your old underwear. But if it doesn't take off, if you guys fail miserably, that's, that's where we find our guests for the podcast. <laughs> when you're at your lowest... That's when we come knocking. <laughs> That's when you see only one set of footprints because we're carrying you. <laughs> Thanks, what? guys. I'm really warm. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to carry them. Not with my back. Yeah. Uh, Matt, where can people find you on the internet? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt the Lifeguard. And uh, you can find comics that I've helped uh, either make or support with uh, Levi Krause at DonutsComics.com. We have to kill another minute and 22 seconds so that uh, Mike can say that his episode is longer than Dan's and Jack's. He already tells everybody that his stuff is longer than Dan and Jack's. <laughs> That's not really something that, you know, I'm pretty sure that they're not packing a lot of heat, so. Oh. <laughs> what? Burn. But yeah, all well, that shrinkage from being in a hot room all the time with their mixer. <laughs> wow, I did listen to your Amityville horror podcast talk, and it was funny because oh. I just driven by that house actually. It's fucking. It's for sale. I was trying to talk my wife into buying it. <laughs> they changed the windows, so they changed the address too. Did they really? I didn't yeah, know that. So it's not. Oh, no. It's <laughs> not the, technically the same horror house. I'm Googling. Um, but yeah, people drive by and slow down. That and just surprise me. That's creepy. Imagine being My wife and I watched the latest Amityville movie. 
the Amityville Terror, which is the 14th Amityville movie. And, like, it's so far away from the original, like, um, there's witches and stuff, and that's why the house is haunted, and there's a blood <laughs> sacrifice to keep the house happy. <laughs> yeah, the, the house is $850,000 if you want to buy it. That bullshit gets 14 oh, movies, right. and Gremlins has only had two. Fucking Joe Dante, you call us. We are ready. We're prepared to take your Gremlins to the next level. We will hit Amityville numbers. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the most excited I've ever heard Corey get about something. Maybe Gremlins can take place in that house. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh Amityville versus Gremlins. We're here. Why don't we shoot karate towards We there? should do that, yeah. <laughs> Total collaboration. Yeah. Wow. Karate Tortoise versus Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! Uh, we've successfully passed Dan's episode, so at any point, if you guys yeah! want to stop, <laughs> if at any point you guys want to stop, we can stop. We can keep talking too. I don't really, I don't care about anything. I'm a nihilist. We've got to prepare for our yeah. Our uh, we got to prepare our crickets for. Uh, yeah, if you are watching this, there's tortoise talk in math. An hour and 18 minutes. Yeah. An hour yeah. and 18 minutes on our Spooked Horse, the, the Spooked Horse fan page on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. We have to watch that. Can, uh, why don't you guys periscope it? Because I love just yelling boobs at people. We're periscope it tonight, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you are periscoping it tonight? Yeah, this is our first time. I've been saying it for weeks, and Billy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he tried Periscope, and he was like, this is amazing. I've Periscoped, like, one thing in my life. Did you get any followers or views? I did. Um, <laughs> when when my band was in the studio, I Periscoped drum tracking, and, like, 30 It was just his mother it. saying, we're so disappointed in you. What? <laughs> Damn it, Corey. Now let me have one fucking moment. <laughs> spooked. Horse. I assume it's the spooked horse on Periscope. God damn. Uh, we haven't made that account yet. We're going to yeah. do it now. Oh, my God. You too. <laughs> I, I know. I know. But if you follow their Facebook and like <laughs> yes. their Facebook page, you'll see the link there. Exactly. exactly. Thank but you. It, in an hour and 17 minutes, there's a very good chance I'll forget what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll email you. Will you, though? Yeah, we will. An hour and 17 minutes, We're man. just going to be laying on the floor in his own vomit just like <laughs> periscoping <laughs> why don't you love me mom <laughs> me on the couch with all my dogs be like these dogs love me at least somebody loves me oh god you guys really brought up a lot of repressed memories <laughs> um yeah so for the two people that are in the same time zone as you two that are currently watching this and in the chat go to tortoise talk do you guys talk. give like do you do like tortoise facts? Yeah, we do yeah. tortoise facts. We do games. We have guests. They eat crickets. Do you have guests? Crickets. Do you have guests tonight? No, on the weekends we don't because yeah. everybody wants to go party. They don't want to come over to the nerds' house except and... us. Since... <laughs> you, should find, you should find better friends. Yeah. Yeah. We got some. Good we, got, we got. We had all four you of don't our have, friends. Don't defend them. They're not going to listen to this. This is your place to make fun of them. Our friends and followers are great. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> oh no, our followers are great too, but my friends suck. <laughs> His friends are not our followers. No, they're not. They're two no, very we different. We don't like groups. you that much. <laughs> Although I shouldn't say that. I think uh, Nate, who's on rounds of breakdowns with me, who did the Amityville horror episode, he does listen to this. He's a very good friend of mine. 
Monster cock too. Just Monster a cock. huge dick. No, no, no. He has a giant dong. Yeah. Like you should have it as a villain on your, yeah. your series. They call point. it the bitch splitter. Like it stretches <laughs> from it stretches from Wisconsin to California. Maybe that's longer. what we're actually using right now. We're not using fiber optic cables. We're using dick. <laughs> we're using Nathan's dick right now for this connection. <laughs> By the time we get it here, we just wrap it up in an organic burrito roll and sell it at Amy's. Wow. <laughs> um. I now I've got Van Halen's. Everybody wants some stuck in my head. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Um. Thank you again, Billy, Mike, for taking the time out of your night to uh, hang out with us, especially on a Saturday. We're recording this on a Saturday. If you didn't catch that the first 13 times. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> you don't have to lie to me, but thank you. Um, <laughs> make sure you check out uh, Karate Tortes. Uh, follow these guys on Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, whenever they make their fucking account. Uh, <laughs> um, just follow Billy in his, his window. In they don't even know we're bushes. posting this. By the time we do, Periscope might not even exist anymore. It's <laughs> a new platform. <laughs> they don't even. They think we're actually. I'm not even recording this. <laughs> this, is, this is not even a thing. This is how Matt warms up to masturbation. This has just been one long refractory period between times. Matt's tanked it in the corner. <laughs> I, it's like speed. I taped a picture to my camera of me sitting here, and then I just go and jerk off in the corner while you guys talk about stuff. And I put a beer bottle on my butt. <laughs> is it weird yet? <laughs> I keep getting my microphone really wet. I think my scariestness ranking just went up uh, by a point. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thanks again for listening to another episode of the podcast. It's here, uh, Mike Billy, for the 14th time. Thanks. Uh, Corey, go fuck yourself, and we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Hi there. This is Brett Stewart from the Jukebox Podcast. Are you a huge fan of music, or perhaps you'd like to expand your sonic horizons? Well, I am here to help. Every month, the Jukebox digs deep into the finest of the world's independent music. From folk to blues to hip-hop, rock and roll, jazz, spoken word, experimental, even classical, we spend time with it all. Plus, I bring industry professionals and fellow fans on Jukebox Roundtables every month to discuss the latest news and topics in the industry. Join me at JukeboxPodcast.com and on all major podcatchers. Next week on the Podcast of Terror. Uh, next week we are actually going to be playing the episode that we were supposed to play this week, but due to not really unforeseen circumstances, whatever, we wanted to help out the Spooked Horse guys and get their karate tortoise uh, on the show with ample time left in their game um, to do what they do to get the thing funded. And it makes sense. I don't really have to explain myself here. Um, so that's why that happened this week, which was previously mentioned in the show, but I may or may not have been drinking at that time, recording this at a different time, you probably tell sound way different, but next week will actually be the episode with Martin and Justin that we had actually promised for this week, but, um, yeah, it didn't happen that way. So yeah, whatever it is, what it is. So, uh, thanks again for listening to the podcast here. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay scary, everybody.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast here. You can help Galactic Netcast pay for our web and audio hosting by supporting us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash galactic netcasts and pledge as little as dollars a month. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to gncast.com. That's gncast.com.